It's time for building the game. Building the game. With Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday june 19th and you're listening to episode 577 as always i am your host jason and i am joined by more guests than i've ever had at one time on the podcast with very very good reason uh and that is because we keep talking about these uh these weekly updates that we have and why you should join our weekly updates in discord and why they're awesome and several people from the weekly updates keep saying, maybe you should just record one sometime. And guess what? This is that one. This is the one that we record and we're recording it. So, yeah. Um, so I am here with a big group of people, many of whom are normally here. Uh, one of whom is actually their first time here. Uh, so that's awesome because they get to kind of see the ropes. Uh, and I'm going to uh, actually, unlike normal, give a quick brief explanation of what we're doing here. So. What we're doing is uh, every week we get together. Uh, every person here gets two minutes and 45 seconds to talk about what they've been working on. Traditionally, we had scheduled, we had uh, uh, made that be three questions you were kind of answering if you weren't sure what else to say. And that was, what did I do last week? What am I doing this week? And what do I need help with? Uh, that is a super duper loose, loose, loose format. Uh, we start out with that and then we... Um, uh, typically, just kind of give updates however we would like to do, um, and we run a timer uh, that is, again, 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Generally, we're done within 30 minutes. This one's going to go a little long, again, because there's a lot of us. Um, but uh, yeah, and we wanted to make sure you get all sorts of content from us to check this out and be enticed to come by uh, in a uh, sometime soon. So uh, first and foremost, I want to say you don't have to participate to be here. Uh, we have several people just hanging out with us tonight. Uh, those people are Zoe Allred, Brian Venet, uh, Ashwin Kamath, and uh, I think that's everybody who's not giving an update tonight. Oh, and David Masnato also is here, just joining us uh, to listen in tonight. So we get plenty of people who listen in, want to hear updates, uh, and sometimes people give updates when they don't really have much of an update to give, and that is also awesome. Uh, we just love having everybody hanging out and getting together. So without further of my rambling, we're going to we're going to jump right into it. Um, and uh, the what we'll do is uh, I, I guess I'll just go first. I'm at the top of the list, so I don't want to forget and screw it up later. Uh, and we want to have uh, the newest person go last. So uh, I'm going to start my timer here. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'll actually take the whole time. Uh, so this week I. Uh, have finally made some better progress on haphazard cadabra uh, getting prepared for origins. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I was able to get some new tokens made um, in the game. You've got these different uh, you've got uh, these tokens that represent two elements fused together into this concoction. And uh, it was kind of confusing for people to know which was which. There's just a sticker on the front. And because it's two elements, it was only colored to be the primary element, so it was confusing to people. So I printed a couple um, test files of these cool, which I'll show to everyone here, uh, these super cool chips that are two pieces uh, stuck together. So now you can see this one, for instance, is half blue, half red, with a red sticker on it, which tells me that it is fire and water, but the main uh, element is fire. This was a pretty big win. Uh, I'm trying to make a cool dice tower type thing 
still uh all these weeks in and um i've been talking about that for a while i'm getting pretty close though on it um i'm getting stuff ready uh for super robo country to make sure i'm bringing that i was going to try and schedule some pitches uh i've struck out on finding the right publishers for that so i may just bring it and do some play testing with it and uh yeah i think that's mostly what i've got going on oh and i had a new game idea that i started working on because i'm stupid uh and i shouldn't work on a new game idea but i'm going to anyways uh so i'm working on that a little bit too that will not be ready for origins but uh i'm gonna keep messing around with it until then and uh that is me so uh next let me look down this list we've got ed ed wedding hey ed uh i actually have more of an update this week awesome um, so i submitted two games this past week to the unpub speed pitch at origins uh both escape from nemo's island and quartet um so hopefully here's some point this week on if uh if any of the publishers there are interested um also at origins i've got uh table space sunday morning in the unpub room uh planning to do play tests of both of those um let's see the other other thing i've got one publisher meeting uh pitch meeting uh saturday morning at origins so i'm excited about that uh and then the last thing is i got new tokens made for nemo's island and uh this was kind of amazing. I placed an order with GameCrafter at 7.30 Friday morning. By I put it in the urgent queue, so I paid double. Friday afternoon, I got notification that the box was shipping. I received the tokens Monday. <laughs> I've never had it that happen that fast. Wow. Now, they're just punch-out tokens. I mean, it's, it's nothing, nothing fancy, but still... I, I'm super happy with how they came out. I can't wait to get this on the table. Um, and uh, that's me. Awesome. Thanks, Ed. And uh, I like that the one we're actually putting out there uh, has the Game Crafter doing it so fast. So Game Crafter, uh, JT, whoever, if you're listening, you've got uh, you've got something to stick up to now. You gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta keep doing that, right? Wow, that's super fast. Uh, next up, we have. Emily. Sweet. I'm sorry, I'm doing last names. Emily Vincent. No, I'm doing last names. I just said (laughs) Emily and then paused and went, wait a minute. I was like, I don't know if he knows my last name right now. I know your last name. Just says V on my my Discord name. No, no, Uh, I do know your last name, but I'm so used to just saying uh, first names when we do the thing. So because usually just us, but yeah, all (laughs) yours. Sweet. Uh, So this past week, uh, I went to an all-day playtesting thing that I nominally organized uh, with the Game Makers Guild in Boston here with Jamie. Uh, we got some good in-person playtesting time. I also uh, got to playtest some of Jamie's stuff on Thursday night. So Jamie and I have been hanging out, playing games. Um, but the all-day event was really useful. I got um, a new game to the table, Dessert Disasters, which was um, not a disaster. I mean, it's it was its very first time on the table, so like, it made it through, and I will probably still work on it. So like, it didn't immediately hit the shelf. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a win. Um, and then I brought Good Kitties and Pirates as well because I feel like I've kind of lost the 
the bubble on those two because I was focused so much on knitting circles. So I, I sort of used this as like a reset. Um, so I knew with Good Kitties, I wanted to try some like simultaneous play stuff. And I just like, I just like was whipping random stuff out. Like I gave everyone a piece of paper and said, just write down all the actions you're going to do and then flip them over simultaneously and we'll see how that goes. Right. Um, but I got while the solutions I put forward weren't the right ones, uh, I got some good data and some good uh, direction on that one. And I'm feeling reinvigorated. And um, I think in all of this, I figured out how to get rid of the dice, which has been a, which has been a, a thing. I love dice and not everyone loves dice. Um, but yeah, I think I may have figured out how to do combat without the dice. Uh, so that would be great. Uh, and then the last one was Pirates. And this is another one that I, I've been working on a lot, but it's just been, I just didn't know, I was going in every different direction because I didn't know what to do. So I actually like reset by bringing back the version I had at Unpub, which was the last place I got some like very positive feedback. And, um, I, and it reminded me that the one at Unpub was not actually a really wonderful version. <laughs> I'd been sort of like, maybe that was that was it, right? And I need to stop messing with it. Uh, no, there's there's a lot of opportunity for improvement, but it sort of recentered me on what were the things I was trying to keep and what were the things I was trying to fix because I've sort of gone very far afield. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was just a really nice recentering reset on that one. And I've got some ideas and I'm bringing I'm bringing like a couple versions of that, but yeah, everything now is prepping for Origins. I'm theoretically bringing five games with me, so I have a big to-do list, and I am, uh, I'm just gonna check off something every night, and that's me. Awesome, five games! Wow, that's I impressive. mean, one I'm of them deserved disaster, so you know, it's still, still very questionably a game. <laughs> still though, five five things to play test. That's that's yeah. impressive. Color we'll me see. impressed. We'll see. So. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of prototype prepping, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Next up, we have Heather Newton. Thank you. Uh, last week, I was quite swamped with day job stuff, but that project is under control now, I think, and non-urgent, at least. And uh, the one thing that we did get figured out with Protospill online, like I just made time for a meeting for this anyway, because um, Bryn told me that she was going to be traveling this week and on for like until the end of the month and wanted to talk about something to do with how to help with long play games at Protospill online, help those fit in better, because there definitely is a, uh, the way LFG works is just you post and who's there chooses if they want to play that or not, and they go away with you. And it's just like very free form, but that tends to be cause frustrations for people who have really long games because people aren't as quick to be like, oh yeah, sure, I'll play that. Oh, it's going to take two hours. You know, they they like need a little time to warm up to the idea and um, it tends to not work that great for people. They have to wait too long in LFG for to get players. And then they like they could have maybe gotten players, but in the system, the way it works as it is, it works better for medium and light games. So having gotten this uh, chance to talk to Bryn about it, who, like Ashwin, is actually here tonight, also helps with the heavyweight playtesting um, championship discord that's for longer play games, but they'd like to be able to kind of fit their group into coming along to Protospiel when Protospiel happens too. And um, so we took that opportunity, David and I both, to talk to Bryn about this. And we 
basically came up with an idea for kind of making a fast pass system for LFG that we're really excited about um, with like Bryn's input and us kind of giving some pushback, like, well, it can't like be separate. We want to all be together and we want the system to work the same for everyone. So it's a, we're all in this together kind of feeling, which is what we think is what is the magic kind of approach online that builds that we're all in this together sort of feeling. So we're really excited about it. We have to rebuild our registration bot because of Discord changing the format of usernames. And everybody started to get their new usernames, which is that that's really exciting that we're going to that it happened. We have some people to test with and we'll be able to confirm that both old and new usernames work with our system. Since finally somebody started getting it, <laughs> I was not like Discord announced it. And I know sometimes they roll things out really slow. So it's good to know that it has happened. We have people to test with before the August event happens. So that was really good news. Um, yeah, so just a. I got to get my head back around everything that needs to happen for registration and also setting up, um, hoping to set up sponsorship packages, all of that as part of this redevelopment too. So I don't think I can ask for help right now, but <laughs> yeah. And we also have a newsletter to get out this week that Emily helps with writing. So I'm looking forward to, I think we're going to be uh, somebody else who's here announcing their game on Kickstarter. So maybe they'll talk about it when it's their turn. All right. Next, we have Jack Rosetree. Uh, yeah. So about an hour ago, my wife and I came home with a new cat. Um, uh, her name currently is Ruby. Uh, name may change. Uh, her backstory is that she belonged to a homeless person that was living in a barn. Um, it sounds like they're getting their stuff on track. They are uh, migrating to a motel where they have cats so we are ruby now um she's a sweetheart uh we're trying to get her acclimated um but yeah that's the big thing that's going on at the moment um couple quick updates i submitted a seance uh to the board game workshop design contest uh just had to put together a two-minute video i completely ripped off the that zoe did one of its presentations for um I don't remember the name of the game, but it was one with like, it was a puzzly thing. And it was basically Zoe's presentation was, here's the puzzle, solve it. And uh, it, it went over very well. So I just totally ripped that off and said, here's the puzzle, solve it. Um, and we'll see how that goes. I, maybe nobody will have any idea what I'm talking about, but uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, uh, and then uh, tomorrow I'm meeting with a group called the Goff Rockers, which is a group of heavy metal musicians that dress like uh, Warhammer orcs. Uh, and we're going to see if uh, they can do some kind of special event at my store during Gen Con, which would be a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, uh, what else? Oh, I'm confused. Okay. Um yeah, and then uh, one thing that I could use some help on <laughs> is a friend of mine, or someone that I met through Protospiel Indie, who is now a friend of mine, uh, has a heavyweight uh, uh, game based on uh, university building, uh, worker placement sort of thing. It's really good, and it's their first design, um, but it is very heavyweight, and the one publisher they're talking to is saying, eh, can you make this a medium weight that's really got broad, you know, 
basically just scrub all of the really cool stuff out of this and make it really boring. And so uh, if anybody knows publishers that aren't afraid of something heavyweight with a very Americanized theme, um, I would love to point them in that direction. Um, because it, I mean, it's great. Like it, it's a, t it's about a two hour game and um, I would play this thing multiple times in a night right now, uh, just because it's the the newest thing for me. And I, I love heavyweight games that do a good job. Um, I think my timer started late, so I'm just going to stop there. It sure did. Sorry about that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Jack. And uh, for anyone who's just listening, you should have been at the meetup because this cat is adorable. Uh, we got to see a picture you did not, and you should feel bad about that. Uh, yeah. So next up, we have Jamie. That's me. Just Jamie. Oh, wow. Just Jamie. I don't get a last name. No, uh, Jamie Sabriel we have here. So. <laughs> um, so I, yes, I was, I was in the presence of Emily in person. We hang out. For, the, for context, we live in the same town. Uh, and we have finally begun like interacting in person. Um, I went to that same local all day meetup, except I was only there half the day because I woke up too late to get a ride from Emily. So we only got a ride back with Emily instead of on the way there. But I brought my latest game, Wild Magic, there. I also brought Elemistic to like do some some tidying up, some last, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. I think that there's one last little change to make and then Elemistic is done. And I have never felt like a game is done before, but I guess that's the advantage of it only being nine cards. So that's pretty cool. Um, the Wild Magic playtest went way, way better than I thought it would. And that's very cool. Um, both Tim Blank, who is uh, the guy who runs Boston Game Makers Guild and is an established experienced designer. He teaches game design, all that good stuff. He's a good friend of mine. He said it was over 80% done already. And this was the second time it was played in full so that was very very exciting i feel like i achieved a new level of game design coolness there um one of the other people in i'm i'm not sure if i should say this out loud but one of the like i i can't i can say it out loud i can't tell details i'm not sure if i should share details i have a pitch meeting a standing pitch meeting whenever i feel the game is ready with another one of the people that was there which is cool um and i am pitching the game at origins uh, piggybacking on that, I have been grilling my friend Clarence Simpson about information because I have never ever pitched like for real because I just always assumed I would be self-publishing until I got uh, Elemistic and Fight Sequence signed. And so now I'm like, I guess I have to figure out how everyone else does this, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so I've been I've been grilling Clarence for information. Um, I'm probably going to send out a flurry of emails. I need to whip up a sell sheet real quick. Uh, I've given so, so, so many people advice on sell sheets. And then the one time I tried to make a sell sheet for fight sequence, absolute disaster. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I will be at Origins next week, so there's nothing I really need help on. Um, so yeah, that is really just my big exciting update. I um, Oh, I figured out iconography for Wild Magic. And I made it a point to... Um, I'm proud of myself that I did not limit myself in the design space while I was doing it, but I have, uh, I think it's only five icons outside of the like type icons, which I was very impressed with that because I was going in all kinds of directions with the design, but I, I narrowed it down to just five things. So they all fit on one little uh, poker sized glossary card, which is cool. Alrighty, and that is my update. And for any of you going to Origins, I will see you there. 
Excellent, Jamie. Thank you. Yes. So just a reminder to everyone, a bunch of us are going to be at Origins. Uh, and by the time you hear this, it it isn't necessarily too late for you to be there. So you should go. You should go because it's this weekend and we want to see you there. So, yeah, there's that. All right. So, Clarence, you are up next. Clarence Simpson, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I was just on Discord fielding the barrage of questions from Jamie. And I was like, oh, this is also the time for the... The, the this little meetup so let me go hop in here um i'm currently busy in prep for origins trying to get cell sheets together for a couple games that i'm pitching getting as many uh pitch meetings as i can lined up uh for there and like mapping out where i'm going and when i'm going to be where and all those sorts of things um and then what else is going on i uh, actually just got out of a meeting with uh, a publisher for my my game Shaking the Tree from way back in 2019, which I thought was going to be my first ever published game and was like Cardboard Edison runner-up and everything, but have not been able to, to, to find a home for it. And now suddenly I have a publisher that uh, seems to be very interested in it. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um... What else is going on? Um, we are uh, wrapping up some dev on the Merchants of Magic expansion. Uh, getting the kind of like final art, graphic design, all that kind of stuff for uh, for crowdfunding in a couple months. I don't have exact timelines on that. And... Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Awesome. Thanks, Clarence. Glad to have you here, and it'll be exciting to see you at Origins. And uh, next, uh, Justin. Justin Brooks, you are. It's your turn. Cool. I don't have a huge update this week, um, but I'm not going to Origins, but you know, a couple weeks before every convention, I start wishing I had decided to go when I see everyone talking on Discord about meeting up and stuff. So wishing I was getting ready for Origins. Um, I've been working on uh, my Push Your Luck uh, racing game still. Um, I set up the game on screen top so I can do some online playtesting. I think it's done, but I haven't actually played it yet. So we'll see. If I forgot something, um, let's see, is there anything else? Uh, next week, um, or actually in a couple of days, I'm uh, meeting up with some local designers to do some testing. Don't know if I'm going to test any of my games, but I printed out uh, Maya's game, The Claims Casino. So I think I'm going to bring that one and get some people to play it because I really like the last version of that that I played. I'm excited to try out the latest version. Um, trying to think. I think that's it for me. Awesome. Thank you, Justin. All right. Uh, and I apologize to the people listening to the podcast for my awkward pauses and stuff because I'm looking at like the clock and then the list. But even without those things, I have awkward pauses in the podcast. So they're pretty much just used to that. So, uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have Kirsten Lund. Hey, Kirsten. Hi there. Um, I am largely wearing my uh, first-time publisher hat more than designer hat these days. 
I do believe I'm the one Heather alluded to with the Portage Mail Online newsletter because my Ovation Kickstarter launches on the 20th of this month. So less than a week in my world, a week in your world. I'm not sure what 20th I'm even going with because we're in different time zones, New Zealand to the US. But um, I'm in uh, crunch time. And so that's largely what I've been doing. Although I was able to play test one tricky level of Questable, the word building, cooperative word building game, and uh, get the core rules and uh, our 40 or so levels that we're working on testing out to someone, a friend here in New Zealand who's a designer of a wonderful word game. And so I'm able to use his wordy brain to uh, help with some play testing, which is great. Um, other than that, it's so much Kickstarter stuff. And um, so what's coming up is I'm actually going to a convention this weekend as well, but not Origins. I'm too far away for that. I'll be going to Hamilton, not the musical, the town uh, for board games by the Bay Hamilton <laughs> here in New Zealand, a much smaller event, but do a little more ovation promotion and get the Kickstarter launched next week. Um, I think the thing I need the most help with is probably uh, dealing with this period of time. Anyone who's self-published and has any pointers on uh, the managing, that's like, it's this crazy manic time where good things are happening and I, I'm excited. And then my brain says, no, you can't be excited. You don't know how this is gonna go. And then the anxiety kicks in. I feel like I'm, uh, on this crazy up and down roller coaster and, and the imposter syndrome kicks in and I know I have to put myself out there. I'm doing marketing. Um, I was able to go on sporadically board podcast and, um, and I was able to manage to listen to it and not cringe. So that was awesome. But I need to figure out how to get over that hump and put myself out there and feel like uh, I have things of value to say, which I do believe. I just, I don't know. The doubt kicks in. So any pointers on uh, that and uh, watching would be greatly appreciated. And uh, ovation coming soon. <laughs> Thanks, Kirsten. And good news. You just advertised for it right now. So, uh, <laughs> Yay! so yeah, anybody, uh, I, I have to say, I just, I, I didn't, I, I'm sure that I just missed it, but um, I, I hadn't heard of ovation yet. And oh my goodness. Uh, the artwork on this is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, this looks fantastic. And uh, I, I am literally ovation. Me, so, yeah. Jason, yeah, I'm literally this... Ovation's number one fan. I <laughs> I am obsessed with it. And I'm so excited. I, you for it. I haven't played it, but oh my gosh, this looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and my wife is super duper into classical music and things like that. So uh, I will be backing this and not telling her about it so that she can just be surprised by it. So this is fantastic. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So uh, definitely check out Ovation, a classical, a classical music game. I almost just said a classical musical game, Mikkel, uh, a classical music game. Uh, you said you think around the 20th, uh, give or take a day for time. Jones. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. So you can just go out there right now when you hear this and search ovation, uh, it'll pop up and then you can just uh, do what I did, which is click notify me on launch. So this looks beautiful. Love it. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Next up, follow that update, Rob Bergstrom. <laughs> Show us your we'll game for Kickstarter. Yeah, right. Oh, Kirsten, just put yourself out there. We're, we're all imposters. So we're all just players on the stage. And the more you do it, the easier it'll get. Um, that being said, I'm really excited this time. Um, my heart's beating. We're, we're broadcasting, and uh, I had a lot of great progress on my game. So the three questions 
what I did was um, like longtime friends from high school. So we're talking 34 years came down um, and I'll update a little while ago. I mentioned one, one of my friends passed and we wanted to get together and they wanted to get together and play games. So we did that. Um, they're kind of, I thought about it. They're kind of my target audience There's a brand as a newbie. There's um, someone who likes light games. And then another friend has played like uh, power grid, but is not a heart heavy gamer. So it's like, this is a great crowd to try my game out. Um, and speaking of which games, I, I, I threw at him, um, you know, classic evergreen survive, nice little hobby starter. And, uh, and I, then I recommend we played a mega city Oceana, Indiana, but we put it on the survive board. Um, it doesn't come with a board, but that board works really well. But anyway, moving on. So, um, and then a lot of crocodile. Uh, so then I dropped my game on them and, uh, things slowed down a bit. <laughs> it was fine. Um, they all got through it. Uh, they were great sports. Um, the heavier gamer got it and, and was moving on, but still like, it's super slow. Things aren't happening the way I want them to happen. Cards aren't coming out enough. I just made a bunch of cards and introduced them. That's a lot exciting and a lot of fun. They're very cool. And then they leave. And then the next day I'm looking at the game and I'm like, let me try this. And what I tried was we talked about it previously, but it's just, um, I think we're calling it lot drafting. So think, um, think verdant and Cascadia. It's a mechanic du jour. I, I never intended to put it in, but I was like, I kind of could do it. I put it in and I start playing it by myself and, and damn if like the whole thing's just doing what I want it to do. The cards are going where I want them to. They're happening when I want them to. There's things to do on every turn. Um, and I'm, so I'm like super excited. So what I'm going to be doing is uh, thinking about um, how the cards are laid out of the table um, and, and where, where you're drafting from, et cetera, et cetera. I got a lot of things to try, but I'm like maybe the most excited I've been about the game. I have a lot more idea about the direction it's going based off of feedback from other designers, some with ideas where, I decided you know, I don't really want to go. I know now I want. I know where I want to go with it and, and the direction and, the, and what I'm pursuing. Um, so, doing and then that's what I'm doing. As far as the last question, do I need help? Um, I always need help. Um, so since we're being broadcasting, let me plug. If you go to uh, Kowloon Walled City board game on Facebook, uh, you can find the game there. Concerns about a middle-aged white guy doing an Asian theme are valid, uh, but I do have two cultural consultants, one who had a Fulbright grant to go there in 94 and another person who actually lived there. Um, and then as far as help, um, just a plug for this broadcast, for this uh, call, I think the first one I ever want, went to, got on to, one person uh, asked for help was to help them with their mental health. And, and uh, so, and that's what we could do here. Everyone here is just, such excellent people. I know I've shared the passing of my friend. We've all shared things on the Discord. Uh, I, 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 people here are just absolutely amazing. And uh, I will go ahead and take this opportunity publicly to thank Jason and kiss his sweet little butt for everything he does for us and for the community. And But I do remember that you owe me some game consulting for fixing your car. And that's how I will end. <laughs> Uh, so first, I want to say, Rob, I'm really, really excited to hear how excited you are about your game. Uh, for our new listeners, Rob's working on this game for a very long time. And uh, to hear how excited you are and how great it's all coming together, I'm I'm just so jazzed for you. Uh, yes, one time I did message Rob because I knew he liked cars. Uh, and he helped me figure out how to get my car running uh, when the battery, uh, something went wrong and, uh, and screwed a bunch of stuff up. Uh, so, yes, I do owe you consulting. And uh, you just got to schedule that, buddy. I'll do that anytime you want. So. <laughs> um but thanks for being here and uh uh next up we have uh another newer person you've been gosh i say newer steve but it feels like you've been here for quite a while now uh and that is steve cachola 
And uh, yeah, it's great to have you here and uh, go ahead and give your updates. Hi. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. I, yeah, I guess I've been around for six months or so. So still a little goes bit of a quick, right? Yeah, it goes by quick. Um, I also have a large update. Uh, Emily and Jamie forgot that I was also at the Boston game test and got to play both Elemistic and Pirates. So uh, that was exciting to be in the same meet space at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think last week was a huge week for me. I, I think you know, this is a very part-time uh, thing for me. I'm very new at this uh, and have been getting a little bit stuck on my space exploration game for a bit. Uh, it had gone through kind of another major revision and I had been struggling with what to do with it, whether to put it aside and work on something else or push through it. And this in-person test was the perfect excuse to spend a little bit more time on it and uh, and actually got something that I was able to go there and, and put on the table for a four-person play test, which is the first time I've actually ever done that uh, with a design group before, which was super terrifying and exciting at the same time. Um, generally, things went pretty well. It was much closer to my original vision of it being very exploration-focused rather than kind of focused on doing other things in the space. Um, having like some narrative events in the in space worked out pretty well. Um, People really like the wormholes where you're tossing you around in space, which was fun. Um, but one thing that I was afraid of going into it was there's still way too much randomness in it. Uh, there's rolling in a lot of different places, and I knew that, but I kind of wanted to see where it made sense and where it didn't, which was very helpful. Uh, especially because the next morning, I, uh, my, my partner and my eight-year-old son were interested in playing the game that I brought. So we brought it out for them, and I made a couple tweaks to the rules, and it actually played significantly better than it did the day before. So that like feedback that I got was incredibly helpful and I will I am now hooked on playtest events and will make it to as many as I can both to play other people's games and my own. Um, so yeah, it was a super great week for me, got me really uh, amped up to get back into things and put some more effort into it. So uh, this week I've got some rule changes that I want to make based on some of that feedback and, and make some updates. Uh, I'm going to try to get digital components together so I can do some more online playtesting as much as possible. Uh, and get back into attending some of those events. Uh, I know there's a um, break my game playtest it seems like every day, so I need to try to start making it to some of those so I can play some other people's games and, and get in that with community as well. So yeah, um, thanks. I think that's all I've got. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Um, next up, uh, we have Roscoe Shock. Roscoe. That's a con. It is uh, on, yeah, I can hear sure. you. <laughs> uh, a lot of people uh, trying to get ready for Origins. I wasn't as productive as I would have liked to have been. Um, and some, I was out of uh, town all weekend, so that kind of put a damp on some stuff. What I have ready to pitch, um, just kind of figure out exactly um, the stuff I should bring. Uh, I had made wooden boards uh, for the wooden pieces for barn quilts and it fit perfectly in my backpack uh, to like jam five games in each and um, unfortunately the boards I made are too big for that so I have to use a laser cutter um, to cut them down so that they fit so I can bring them along. That's one thing I need to get done. Um, I have this um, game that I've talked about before um, that's kind of a and then there were none. I got the Christie style. Murder mystery. Um, so it's it's different in that it's at two to nine players, but also that 
Um, it's a deduction game you're trying to figure out, but it's much more like, um, as I've said previously, it's more like you're watching like a British murder mystery. And so um, there's not really a winner uh, in, a, in a singular sense. It's more, can you figure it out before the end and the reveal kind of thing. Um, so I had redone the board and cards, um, but I'd like to try to test that with my playtest group next week here uh, before I bring it to Origins. So that's something I want to try to get done. Um, Tower City, um, I need to write up the rules just so I don't forget them. Um, it's been a little while since I played that. I'm pretty happy with that is um, and the board and how that's working. So um, yeah, that one I'm going to try to bring along. Uh, Tithe, uh, I need to, I'm trying to get another test of that next week as well. That's the kind of summoning demons to your will uh, cult game worker placement. I had redone the board and um, the center kind of control mechanism for that. So I want to get a test of that before I bring it to uh, to Origins because I'd like to get some more testing there as well. There's a couple of other things. Uh, I have a couple two-player games. I need to make sure I have them already with cell sheets and and rules because there's somebody I want to pitch them to because I have about four so far and some more in the works uh, that I think could be a, a good line for, for a particular publisher. Um, and as Jason said, a lot of us are going to be at Origin, so definitely come say hi to all of us. Um, I'm going to mostly be in the Unpub room. I'm going to be working there and also just hanging out, testing people's games, workshopping stuff. So, yeah, if you are in Origins, stop by the Unpub room or just and say hi and come play some fun games for me. Awesome. Thanks, Roscoe. And yes, definitely. I think a lot of us will probably be in the Unpub room if PAX U is any indication of where we'll be because last time that's where we all were. So. <laughs> All right, and then uh, last but definitely not least, we have a brand new newcomer, uh, and that is Zach Stock. Hello, Zach. Hey. So, uh, time so you first time caller. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so you found your way here, and we're excited to have you. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for sticking around for this longer update, and for uh, for being part of the episode as well. And uh, yeah, so uh, if you don't have any other questions before you give your update, uh, you want to just throw in uh, a little bit about yourself when you're doing your first update, that'd be great. So, yeah. Or did you say there was, somebody said there was like three questions they were answering? Yeah, yeah. Um, and those three questions, uh, just as a reminder, are um, what did you do last week? What are you going to do this week? And uh, if you need any help with anything. Uh, and you certainly can uh, uh, veer from that format if that's better for you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll just keep it real generic uh, since I haven't been here. And I didn't know that this was going to be on a podcast. So, uh, Fair enough. Fair a enough. little bit intimidating, but um, uh, nice to see some familiar faces and some hear some familiar voices. Um, but, uh, happy to be here. My name's Zach. I've been working on a game called Lab Rat uh, for a little while now. The social puzzle kind of root manipulation game about rats in a maze that have recently subverted a mind control experiment and um so i'm kind of in the the pitching phase with that um and i have kind of been out of the cold working on it for the last few months due to some stuff in my life and work stuff and um but i was able to jump on a uh a trip to uh origins actually with david well, he's up there in my street. I don't know where he is in your stripe thing. Um, 
but uh yeah so i'm really excited to be going to origins and um have a deadline and have a uh uh goal to towards um i'm it's kind of flying by the seat of my pants because i have not arranged anything with publishers and i i need to but i'm i'm just sort of along for the ride at this point um it's kind of late in the game so um i don't even have a table at umpub or anything like that but i'm hoping just to play test other people's games and um have some conversations with publishers if i can and uh Thanks for letting me share. Awesome, Zach. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Look forward to seeing you at Origins. And uh, I wouldn't sweat it about not having a table at Unpub. I think most of us who will be in the Unpub room don't actually have a table at Unpub. Uh, there are always extra tables, especially later in the day. And uh, we will always be stealing them. So, yeah, that's the case. Well, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, well, hey, thanks everybody for uh, for sticking around tonight and doing this with us. Uh, and I will point out that Zoe uh, just posted an update uh, in writing, uh, which is what Zoe does most weeks. And uh, that is cool, too. We have a little chat channel here uh, and everybody can uh, can check that out, uh, too. So uh, there are pl plenty of ways you can join us and do this uh, and have a good time. Uh, and we hope that you will join us. Uh, you can go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to that Discord channel. You can also email us at buildingthegamepodcast.gmail.com. And uh, you can, of course, find us uh, on the Twitter. I'm not going to say everyone's Twitter handles. Uh, it just occurred to me that there's a crap ton of them. Also, uh, come to the Discord. You can find them. Uh, but you can find uh, the podcaster, me, at PodcastSpeedTG and at Jay Slingerland. Uh, but other than that, and we're all going to do this. Everyone is going to say goodnight. Until next time, good night. Goodnight. Good night. Building the game, building the game, with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game, with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. The end of the episode, that's when it technically ends.